0: Joining in on the Apple versus Epic battle, Google as a VPN, and Wordle. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is brought to you by the Mac Voices Slack, available to all patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up today at patreon.com slash Mac Voices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Tuesday night. This is Mac Voices Live, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We are live on Zoom on YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash TV. And you could be live in the chat room with us. Uh, we have people fi- filing into the chat room as I speak. Um, we'd love to have you there. So if you're here tonight, great. Uh, welcome, chat room. And if you are not here tonight, then be here next week. Just tell your favorite voice assistant to remind you that you want to be part of the Mac Voices Live uh, broadcast. So we have a bunch of stuff, uh, a bunch of little odds and ends to pick up on this week. So some interesting. I think we have some disagreements among the panel members on some of those, which is always what makes it fun. Uh, so let's go around the room, see who's here, and uh, then we'll get to it. Uh, I'm going to reverse it this time. Uh so first up that that makes Mr. Mark Buccio first up Mark welcome, good to see you
1: hello, Chuck uh, hello, other um members hello you know studio and uh you know a live stream audience It's good to be here
0: We have a studio audience cool
1: <laughs> don't we I mean virtually Filmed <laughs> virtually okay. in front of yeah. a live studio audience <laughs> yes yeah, well, I have of two dogs none. here, so I have a live audience <laughs> ah okay that that works that works.
0: Next up, Mr. Jeff Gamet, the guy that keeps costing me money every time he shows up.
2: Jeff, it's good to see you. It's good to see you, Chuck. Also, you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, I'm I'm not going to uh, to coax you into spending money unless it's worth it.
0: And that's the problem because you keep recommending things that are absolutely worth it. So I give you credit for that.
2: Yeah, I, I I'm not going to tell you to spend your money on crap stuff life's too short for that thank you thank you
0: uh beside him at least on my screen mr jim ray jim welcome it's good to have
3: you as always hello to the future if you're watching this in on youtube in 2121 go watch something else
0: it's 222022, 2022 jim
2: Twenty one, yeah, but, but if they are watching years, it in 2021, saying, they really are seeing 22. it in the future. Because we're in 2020. Chuck, time is wibbly-wobbly, big, folly <laughs> thing of, <laughs> just don't blink. But if you do, yeah. don't blink. If, if YouTube is
3: still around, this this what we're saying now is forever.
0: Yes. So this is so, a historical podcast.
3: Yeah. So I'm saying if, if you, the viewer, are watching this 100 years from now, I recommend you not do that. (laughs) Find find something else to watch. (laughs) Thanks, Jim.
0: Thanks. Nicely done. If it's 99 years
3: from now, then keep watching. This will be right on topic.
0: David Ginsburg, get me out of this, please.
4: Welcome. It's good to have you. Good to be here. And uh, yes, we we need to get out of this. Um, And like I said, uh, snow's on its way. So we're glad to be inside
0: and uh, hanging out with you guys. for those that don't show up regularly, somehow Jeff and David like to give me weather forecasts for my upcoming weekend. So what they seem to get on Tuesday (laughs) is what I usually get on Friday or Saturday. So yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. Sure thing.
2: We've got your back, Chuck.
0: Happy to serve you. (laughs) Costing me money and giving me bad weather. Jeff cost me money, too. So you're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. So the first topic tonight, um, I... I know Mark has a hard out in about half an hour, and I want to make sure we got to this because he suggested this topic, um, and that is the the states, uh, among others, piling on uh, against Apple in the epic uh, legal action. Mark, I'll let you uh, talk about what you think about this because it, it is getting very interesting.
1: It is. Uh, the background image there is uh... – the two Tims, uh, Tim Cook and Tim Swinney of Apple and uh, Epic, uh, respectively. And uh, the woman in the middle is the trial judge, uh, Judge uh, Yvonne you know, Gonzalez Rod- Rogers Gonzalez or Gonzalez Rogers. And uh, she ha- issued some uh, preliminary uh, decisions last year. Uh, Apple interpreted them as a win, sort of Epic, Conda interpreted them as a win, and Epic is uh, appealing the case and i think the news is that uh, last week uh, it came out that uh, 35 states and uh microsoft uh are trying to file an amicus brief uh you know, to contest uh whether you know apple contesting that uh, the judge ruled incorrectly that apple does in fact have a monop- monopoly on its uh uh app store and uh you know trying to uh Assert uh, other reasons of why Apple should, uh, you know, provide for alternate uh, payment mechanisms and the things. And uh, the thing about this that uh, is sort of significant to me is if you have thirty-five states, um, yeah, that's like herding thirty-five cats. You know, <laughs> all these attorney generals are, you know, going to want uh, something different. And I'm just concerned that, yeah, even though the uh, joining the trial. The trial has fairly uh, well-defined parameters. Uh, I'm just worried that this thing will snowball and get a life of its own. And we'll see all sorts of other action around uh, the country to uh, come after Apple, not just for payments, but for the whole litany of reasons that uh, people object to them. So I think this is something that uh, bears uh, watching. What do all you other guys think?
3: Um, they're not joining the trial. They just filed a brief, yeah. correct,
0: in support though, of Epic's position.
3: Yeah, but I mean, they just filed a brief, so it doesn't. You know, the judge can read it, not read it. It doesn't. I don't think it complicates anything. It just says we'd like to weigh in.
2: That there you go. Yeah, it's it's about uh, being able to to have your, your say, so to speak in court without actually having to commit to the, the, uh, the case in any way. And, um, uh, uh, now while an amicus brief can be something that, uh, that a judge takes into consideration, um, it, it doesn't mean that everyone is, uh, is, from a legal standpoint, piling on, because there there's no requirement that the judge act on anything in any of these documents.
1: Right. And that's, as I said, that uh, relative to this court case, it's very narrow. I think the The broader concern is that uh, this opens a Pandora's box, uh, so to speak, of, you know, other issues that, uh, you know, Apple's already, they're seeing them in Korea and Netherlands and elsewhere. Uh, So Italy, I believe, too. So, uh, you know, I'm just worried that with 35 uh, independent states out there, this is uh, something that may have the potential that uh, may get out of uh, control very quickly.
3: Well, I don't think that has... Anything to do with this lawsuit, though? I mean, it yeah. was already pretty clear I, that uh, I've, I've jurisdictions I, Jim, all Jim, around the world <laughs> are going <laughs> to legislate. I, said and...
0: Yeah. So so I want to be sure that I've got this right. So this has to do not with the monopoly question and and sideloading. This has to do with the payment method. Is that correct? Or does it have to do with both?
1: okay, so there's there's two things here. One is, you know the court case is fairly narrow and it's on uh, payments. But as we know, there's a whole litany of other uh, things that uh, competitors object to uh, for Apple. And I'm thinking that so the start of these thirty five attorneys general, this is just a start of action in other cases, you know other venues, you know other you know other uh, you know, court uh, proceedings. Uh, that will develop into uh you know a problem for for apple um uh, again i don't know how i can maybe i'm not making myself clear that uh you know, the current case is very narrow but you know i'm thinking we have a whole lot of uh uh you know politicians out there coming into an election year and that uh you know, we may see this thing blow up uh as the year goes on well
2: mark the the big blow up that i can foresee coming out of this is the uh, proverbial do i do have an explicit rating on the show <laughs> uh, yes the, the crap storm the proverbial crap storm that uh, that m- could be coming down the uh, the pike and that's and that's because it, with 35 different uh uh entities all filing amicus briefs I mean, yes, that's kind of telegraphing, hey, we want a piece of this and, and we have some ideas about how to regulate this. And this is kind of a free way to get some feedback potentially on uh, on their case ideas. So the, the crap storm comes when you have all of these different uh, different states and entities coming up with their own thing that uh, that they want done. And not necessarily being completely in lockstep with what the other states want. And now it creates this whole spaghetti mess that then ultimately has to be sorted out in another court later on, uh, or they all have to, to come to a consensus on what they want done. Um, for, for the medium term, I think for Apple, this is actually a good thing because there's no way that all of these different entities are going to be able to get uh, to to get in uh sync with each other in a reasonable time frame and so that's just going to keep dragging the whole thing out and give apple more time to work on whatever their defenses are going to be, whether that's an in-court defense or a proactive action to try and uh, create a preemptive strike, I suppose, to cut off the the legal fights. But yeah, there, there's a crap storm coming, a big one.
1: Yeah, and don't forget, uh, you know, the uh, U.S. Senate and the U.S. House of Representatives had hearings last year, and I think they'd like to do. You know, probably, I speculate they'd like to get involved and you know add to the noise and confusion uh, about this. Interestingly I, I mean, enough,
4: I I look through this the, the states uh, California is not part of this uh, the, the rest of our our home states are uh, so just in the fact of of a state as large as California, especially Apple being based in California, I'm I'm surprised that they're not involved uh, with this uh, with, with this. Hand. I
3: suspect that Apple being based in California has something to do with that. Yeah, maybe but, you know they're already you know like Arizona was trying to pass a law changing the terms of the app store the netherlands has already you know said we're not gonna you know the way they're running the store is is you know we don't agree with north korea and you know apple has sort of waved this you know red flag and the bulls are going to charge i think this case is just you know one minor You know, in in the, in, you know, looking back, if we look back 10 years from now, that will, this will just be a probably a sideshow as far as this case goes. But the real action is probably going to be in legislatures, both here in the United States and around the world. This, you know, country, you know, basically Apple has set themselves up as, you know, as if they're the final arbiter. And uh, in the long run, governments don't like that much
0: no jim but and, oh go ahead the, th- the thing that bothers me about this though is the fact that there are that many state attorneys general um, you know jumping in on this it, well if they're just,
3: they're just firing a, filing a brief i mean well but but even it, so jim it's just it, it, it's
0: it's the idea that you know it 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 leaves the impression with someone who doesn't pay attention that you know every, with this many people piling on apple must be doing something wrong and, and that's the part, I guess, that bothers me is the optics of the thing. Um, because I, you know, I feel like, okay, it, it's, it's a chance for them to get their names in the paper or on the news sites, I should say, um, as, you know, yeah, we're fighting back. We're tough on big tech. And, you know, with not really understanding what the implications are here. And, and I, I get more concerned about the sideloading part than, I mean, the payment thing, yeah. you know, there are a lot of different ways that you can work around that. And sooner or later, you know, that's all the payment systems are going to have to be responsible for something. It's the side loading because that that's where the walled garden starts to break down and the security of the users starts to be endangered. And that just seems to be talked about so little that, you know, no matter how much Tim tries to, you know, call lobby or talk to, talk sense to anyone that matters. They just refuse to acknowledge it. They just seem to say that Apple is bad in doing this and that they're operating a monopoly of some kind.
2: And, and uh, Epic, Tim Sweeney, by extension, should really be careful because you might get what you ask for, and what you ask for might not be what you realized, because one of the things that Epic has wanted to do, one of the reasons that they want to be able to break uh, Apple's uh, hold on how payments are made is because they want to do literally what Apple does. And they can't because they're bound by Apple's terms in the app store. And so if, if this ultimately becomes a thing where Apple is forced, presumably at the federal level in the United States, to completely open up payments the way that Epic wants, Mm -hmm. Epic is going to end up having to follow that same guideline or that same ruling, which means that in the end, Epic will not be able to do the thing that that they really wanted out of all of this.
1: Jeff, what do you think about the rumor that's out there that Apple is asserting that okay, maybe they will concede on the payment system, but they still want their percentage—fifteen percent or thirty percent, depending on uh, you know what's appropriate for the longevity of the app. Yeah, you know, I mean that you know, that that could that could give that could give Epic exactly what they're asking for. They can have their own payment system, but uh, you know, it's still I think Apple. Apple owns the store. They own the distribution you know, mechanism, and it's time to pay up.
2: Uh, well, yeah, yeah. And uh, Tim Cook was actually explicit about that. He, I mean he he said I think it was in a in an earnings report. Um. I can't remember where it was, but it's been in the last few months. Tim Cook openly said that even if uh, if Apple is forced to open up payments to uh, to any platform, that Apple is still going to take its its thirty percent or fifteen percent cut, and uh, and so in that sense, Tim Sweeney will not get what he wants because Ooh, yeah. what he wants is is the Apple Store or the App Store for free. He And, uh, yeah, he, he wants to get his cut everywhere else and not give Apple their cut.
1: Yeah, so if I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this develops. In the interest of time, if no one else has another comment, uh, let's move ahead yeah. to uh, the rest of our agenda before I have to bail.
2: But Before we yeah. bail, uh, um, I, I say this with love. It's so cute how you say amicus. <laughs> amicus, brief. Uh, right at the beginning, you, you said amicus, and amicus, I just thought that was yes. so cute.
1: Okay, oh, well,
2: that's okay. <laughs> you
0: know, maybe that's the way they say it in California, as opposed to the way you say it in Colorado.
2: That could okay. be. I mean, local dialects. Yeah, yeah. And, and in Texas, it's amicus y'all. Y'all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and here, for my money, in this particular case, it's called stupid. So, (laughs) (laughs) today's mac voices is supported by the mac voices slack the mac voices slack is where you can connect with the members of the mac voices live panel and other mac voices patrons get in on the discussions agree or disagree with our opinions and get your voice heard sign up at patreon.com slash mac voices and thanks for supporting mac voices so the next thing up, well, I, I wanted to bring this this one up. I'm going to insert one here that um, I'm sp- springing on everyone because I was just reading about this um, over dinner before we before the show, and that is that now Google is announcing that their VPN service is available on the iPhone. Does this bother anybody that Google that that is is going to be my potentially be my VPN provider? Kind of the very one of the very things that I'm trying to protect from is is saying yeah oh yeah we'll take care of your traffic for you.
1: So I think uh, if you if you distrust or dislike Google, uh, you can hold that. But it's uh, the way I look at it. It's more choice, and yeah, that's uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, if you don't trust Google, then don't use them. So, Unless I'm misunderstanding something about uh, the, you know, the story, the news.
2: My big question about the the story, and I have not dug into any of the details because yeah, I mean, why right. start preparing for something at this point? Uh, but <laughs> uh, is Google offering a a uh, like a true proper VPN where they have no access to any of the content that's being processed through the VPN stream, or do they have the ability to, uh, to look into that VPN stream and, uh, and, and call data out of it, because if they're not doing like real VPN where they have no access to the, uh, to the information in the stream, then it's just Google finding another way to uh to uh buy <laughs> yeah, to truth. get more of your data, but they're giving you a little something for it, which is some some protection on either end, but in the middle it's all open to them. And, and, and if Jeff, that's, that's the for... case, then no. I I would have no interest in that whatsoever.
0: Yeah, and I didn't dig into this. It just it it struck me as, as very ironic that you know one of the things you're doing. When you're using a VPN, I mean sooner or later somebody is an endpoint. Whether you're VPNing back to your home and and then your cable provider, you know, is is looking at looking at you, or whether you're using a VPN from home so your cable cable provider can't see what you're doing, but that that VPN provider, I mean, if they wish, can tap in and see what's going on. And it just struck struck me as you know some kind of weird irony that. Google is saying, yeah, we'll, we'll be your VPN provider. I mean, I'm with you. I think it's, if it could be done right. And if it would be done right.
1: Well, Uh, actually I think on this that, uh, you know, I'd have to weigh in here before I have to go, but on, on VPNs, there's a couple different dimensions. One is uh, any website, if you go to, if it's HTTPS, and you can see it, if you have the lock, you know, they create a unique session key. So, you know, all the bits flowing back and forth, you know, those are encrypted. You know, what is not encrypted is, in most cases, is the DNS lookups. So, you know, are you going to, you know, uh, a reputable site or a sketchy site or a disgusting and illegal site? You know, so people can learn a lot about that just by watching, uh, you know, uh sites that people go to but through the https protocol the traffic you you know gets uh encrypted you know going up and going down so uh you know there is a lot of uh protection uh in terms of you know security uh you know a lot of reasons people like to use vpns is they can masquerade as hey i'm in you know, I could be in London, I could masquerade as, you know, I'm in uh, California, okay. so I can watch Netflix and you know, other shows and things like that. So, um, but, you know, I think the, the other thing about that uh, is maybe for a lot of unencrypted services like email and the like, um, maybe Google is trying to catch up uh, or offer services analogous to you know, what Apple has introduced through some of their uh, relay services. You know, so that's, again, providing a level of encryption that is outside of, you know, it's other internet services besides the browser that uh, they are securing and can get secured over a VPN.
3: A story says that the Google VPN will not allow masquerading your location. Um, I I think that, you know, nobody's going to make you sign up for Google's VPN. It's going to cost money. So, you know, it's up to you to decide whether that's something you want. And I'm sure you have to turn it on. you know, it's probably not going to be the best, most secure. And it's probably going to be far from the worst. I mean, in the VPN space, there are, you know, horrible, you know, a lot of horrible providers out there where using a VPN makes you far less secure than mm-hmm. if you didn't. Um, yep. so this is a this is a space that's full of scammers and 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 bad actors. So uh, you know, I, I I would guess that no matter what level of service Google has, they're going to pull up the average level of the reputability of the field. Um, but, you know, if you have, you know, some particular super requirement, you, yeah, you might want to not choose Google.
4: Also, you also, you also hit to the point, uh, it's cost. Um, if you go with uh, at Google one's plan, it looks like the $10 a month plan. If you have their one terabyte, two terabyte, I think it's one or two, no, two terabyte premium plan depending on the country, I guess, I think US is included in that, then um, VPN is already included. Um, but I've used services like ExpressVPN and, Sur- and Surfshark and um, both do masquerade uh, where you are. Uh, so if, you, if I, if I join the VPN in, in London or Canada or wherever, then and, and, you know, I can watch you know, Netflix. I don't know if that's what people's goals are with VPN. They want it, they want it in a place to keep them more secure and more private. Uh, but no, I think Apple's come a long way with I, with the iCloud Private Relay, offering that it's still pretty new um, and, and protecting us as it is. Um, but you know, VPNs are VPNs. You gotta you gotta think wh- how how does it work? And I, I me mean, working in the corporate world, though, you know, you gotta use VPN. It's
2: there's just no way around it. You gotta keep things secure. Yeah, yeah it's the my pr- two minute warning. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, price warning. that. Um... That Google is charging for the VPN, I would expect a lot more out of it right. than uh, than what they're offering. Uh, for example, I use TunnelBear, and that costs me three dollars and thirty three cents a month, and uh, and I have unlimited bandwidth and up to five of my own devices on it. I I can't share my account with a friend, which is fine because you know three dollars and thirty three cents a month, it's right. for me to use on all of my stuff and it gives me, uh, the ability to hide my location, which, um, in, in some situations that's actually really useful. I don't use it to try and, and, appear as if I'm in another country to stream content, but there are times where it's actually really useful to be able to appear as if you're in another country, either to obfuscate, uh, where you are or because the service that you need to use, uh, is geared for a specific country, or you need to, uh, to see information that is, uh, is unique for that location. And, mean um, there, there's a lot of reasons to, to, uh, to spoof your location. Um,
0: Mark, but- I know you got to go. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for being here. Um, before you go, where can folks find you?
1: Best way Twitter at Mark Fuccio, M-A-R-K-F-U-C-C-I-O. All lowercase all jammed together, one word. So uh thank you all. And I think you'll have a great discussion on your next topic. So uh I wish I was there, but um I'm not. So uh duty calls.
0: <laughs> Thanks for a
1: question or a comment. <laughs> okay. Well, everyone, take care, have a good one. See, See next you next time. Mark. Bye-bye. See ya.
0: Yeah, I I guess before we leave this, I I want to. There's one point I want to make, and that is, you know, Google's charging ExpressVPN charges a lot of the ones, the more credible ones, charge. Please do not use a VPN that does not charge anything, because yes. that, th- oh, that it makes it automatically highly suspect. They're selling yeah. something, and it's probably you.
2: Yeah, they're so, harvesting your data right out of your what you think is a secure stream. Right.
0: Yeah, go so, with a reputable
2: you know, VPN
4: and then you yeah, can. I mean,
2: Surfshark's another
4: them. one I use. I, I, I feel very reputable as well.
0: It's an
4: VPN. Like Jeff said, TunnelBear.
0: Yep, TunnelBear, Tunnel um, ExpressVPN. You know, they're all very, very good, reputable, but you're going to pay for them. And right. that's the way it should be. So Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to sneak in another one um, because it's just one of those kind of things that just keeps coming up. Um <laughs> The New York Times bought Wordle yes, does anybody care?
2: no <laughs> yes, okay. no, oh, we, I yes we have a yes okay well, no. we yeah. have a yes, I totally yeah. care
0: okay, why do you care
2: okay uh, well first i I enjoy wordle, so uh so I have a vested interest in what happens with the game um, selling to the New York Times means that uh that well ultimately, even though they're saying it's going to be free uh at least for now, you're going to end up having to pay for for Wordle at some point, uh, but there was there was no revenue model with Wordle because that's not what it was designed for. It was right. one guy writing this thing for one person, and uh, and then other people found the URL and it kind of exploded, and now here we are. So. Uh, so selling Wordle to the New York Times means that now there's actually resources behind the game to uh, to keep it running and uh, and keep it in a state where it can actually support the crazy number of users that it has. Um, yeah.
4: and it's staying web-based because there's no, there's no apps. To, I mean, I'm not, I am not playing it, so I can't comment yeah. on it. On but Download
3: no, it I, now and you can play it for several years.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you, if you download the, uh, the Wordle. Yeah. Uh, it's site. An
3: HTML file and one JavaScript file, I believe in, in Safari, you can download it to an archive, save to archive and play it offline and everything's inside it. You know, yeah. so there's, no there's no, there's no server, there's no server component. And yeah, apparently you can, you know, look at the JavaScript source and, and which, Get the you know, I mean,
2: considering the way this was created and and why it was created, it's a very clever way to make this, and it, it was yeah. a path of least resistance.
3: No, um, no. But I'm, I'm saying, like, if you're worried that the New York Times is going to start charging for it, the page that you download now already has several years of the upcoming words in it. So mm-hmm. you can save it now, and, and you don't have to worry about it for several years.
4: You also look at the New York times bought wire cutter, you know, the, the website, and that was a very popular site to, to get uh, uh, tips and such. And uh, they have, haven't been charging that for that yet. Um, so yes, uh, no, they, I guess they oh, have. Yeah, they do. Oh, they started get... turning it Okay. Oh I was, yeah. I was, I thought, okay. Uh, yeah. But I was, I just,
2: their, their you. free access part is actually really generous. It's more than what most people are probably looking okay. at in a month. So, um, so that's actually it's nice the way they did that um mm, okay. uh, uh, but the New York Times they also have other word related games and Crossing. they and they actually have a game subscription right and uh and the the word games that they have uh from everyone I know that has a subscription to that, they really enjoy them. And it's like like really good quality stuff, so this makes sense that Wordle, which oh, sure. really fits nicely with all those games, would end up in in the New York Times stable. So here, here's my my uh, prediction: Wordle will be free for a while, but it's going to get changed where you have to have a have a, an account to log in.
4: New York Times, yeah,
2: and um, and then eventually. It will get rolled into the paid game thing, but by giving us a, a login thing, that means you'll be able to play Wordle on any device that you that has internet access, and your game stats and everything will be there. Right now, if I launch Wordle even in a different web browser on my computer, it's uh, uh, there's no stats. It's it's a new. Instance of that game, it's a new user.
3: Yeah, because it's, you know, it's just running in your browser. Right. So it's keeping those stats as
2: cookies right. in your local copy of the browser. So so New York Times will be able to fix that, or it's not fix that. They'll be able to address that. And uh, so what I'm hoping is that is that uh, this purchase turns out to be a thing that's beneficial, even though ultimately I know it's going to end up behind a paywall. But it may be
0: well before that happens. The panel is back in the next edition of Mac Voices to finish up our Wordle conversation. Then we turn to Apple possibly accepting NFC payments on the iPhone and start a conversation about Spotify and Joe Rogan. That's all next time on Mac Voices. I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching.